0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Not Your Parents PR. My name is Mads and today I want to talk about a huge part of our jobs that in my opinion does not get nearly enough study or practice, which is holding space for our clients' emotions. I specifically want to dive into fear and how it presents itself in our work. So I believe that the start to many client relationships includes a kernel of fear. They may say, I want to be in the Wall Street Journal. And really what they're feeling is, I don't feel important because I'm not, and that scares me. They may say, I'm ready to be a thought leader and be thinking, I'm scared because I have no idea what I'm doing. You'll hear, we need a media push around this product launch. And they're thinking, my biggest fear is that we won't hit our numbers. They might say, we need to turn this around fast, but really thinking, my boss is asking for it because he's scared, because his boss wants it fast. We hire others when we cannot do something ourselves. And often we're scared of the things we cannot do or have not done. Years ago, as a young PR counselor, a lot of things were new and intimidating to me. I'd meet with clients, and rather than holding space for their fears, I'd bring mine into the conversation without realizing it. I had to have all the answers and I'd spend my mornings preparing for these meetings in case they asked a question I didn't know the answer to. I remember just my whole body feeling like I was going into battle as I walked into the boardroom or dialed the conference call. And I was about to meet someone whose corner I was in. I was literally on their team. I also remember rolling my eyes at a young account executive on my team who responded to the client on a call, and I didn't agree with her. Rolling my eyes like, what? I later apologized to her, but I was quite literally not being in her corner. I was opposing her, and we were teammates. Imagine how the client felt in that situation. This approach, which I didn't even know I was taking in the moment, multiplied the fear and created sides. Today, at my best, I hold space for others' fears. Heck, I even dig them up because we all have them. And sometimes it's really about the thing they're bringing up, but mostly it's about feeling okay or their boss feeling okay or their boss feeling okay. We all just want to feel okay. So whether or not we realize that fear is present, as counselors, it's our job to dig into that fear and our prospects and clients and also dig into our own in order to better understand ourselves and better serve our clients. We are people working with people, and a majority of decisions are made based on emotions, not facts. We have to remember that. So from day one, ask your clients or prospects, and you can literally use these words, what are your fears and fantasies about this project? What's the worst case scenario in your mind? How would that make you feel? What would that mean for your business? What is the best case scenario? How would that feel? What would that mean for your business? It's an incredible practice to dig in in this way and not only helps the clients to feel seen and heard, but helps bring their own awareness to their biggest fears and deepest desires in this work. Additionally, you know exactly what they want and are expecting out of the relationship. And this can happen before you're even in a formal relationship under contract. Because the creation or the center of all pain comes at the misalignment of expectations and reality. This is a way to really get on the same page. I want to share another more personal story, and this addresses when we recognize our own emotions and fears leading up to some work or a big meeting that maybe are rational or have some merit. I was scared to start work with a very, what felt like a very aligned client and is. And the subject was personal. Um, And I realized I had some emotional work to do before kicking off. It was the adoption agency that gave me my son. I struggled with the fear of failure knowing that I cared so much. I wondered if I had the ability to show up as human or would default to old like work persona mads. And I didn't feel like an expert in the space, even though I had lived experience with it. So I sought help from a trusted coach. I meditated and reflected and I got curious about my feelings and emotions so that I could truly explore and feel everything I was feeling. I felt into the best case scenario and I felt into the worst case scenario, like what would happen in the worst case scenario, for example. So it wasn't So scary. If you can feel those things in advance, it's not so scary if they were to actually come true. And then I led the work with a share on how I was feeling and how I had been working through those feelings. And I also made a commitment to continue working through it so that I could best serve them. This was met with so much kindness and gratitude for leading with the emotional, particularly as this space is emotional. And the type of communications work we were doing together happened to be emotional as well. My self work on this isn't over, is it ever. But I was and am proud to have the opportunity to engage authentically with this client. And again, from day one, remember, and I had to remind myself that vulnerability is also a really, really strong connection point. So even if you're experiencing fear or some other emotions, it's okay to acknowledge that. It doesn't make you less of a professional. So as counselors, may we ask ourselves, am I holding space or bringing more fear? And this is not just in client work. It's also in leadership and management as well. Is the thing that they're asking for actually what's needed? Or are they just trying to feel okay? We are responsible to do what we need to do in order to show up calm, in order to hold space for our clients' fears and fantasies. So whether it's meditation, working out, extra research, whatever you feel you need to do to get yourself, your physical self, your mental self in a place to hold that space, do it. Get in the arena with them, get in their corner. That's why we're hired. And also it's just like humans supporting humans. Like we should be doing this every day with the the people that surround us and our loved ones. You don't need to feel all their fears, but listen to them, acknowledge them, see their perspective, and just help them to be seen, heard, and understood. And also another reminder that no one needs to have all the answers right away. And if you do, that would probably create some pause in a client or prospect. Like how can you possibly know all the answers without knowing the whole story? And if they do have unrealistic expectations, maybe they shouldn't be your client anyways. Remember, when we feel regulated, answers tend to come naturally. Co-creation flows. You can work really in sync with your clients and results tend to happen faster and with ease. So as we navigate the world of client work, remember fear is a natural part of the process. Embracing it, acknowledging it, and learning to get ourselves to a place where we can hold space can be transformative for us, our clients, and the work that we do together. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Not Your Parents PR. Until next time, remember that calm is the answer, and it's okay to not know everything all the time. And since we don't have sponsors, we will make them up until we do. This episode is brought to you by Java Drones, the automated app-driven service that delivers piping hot coffee from your favorite shop within a mile radius and drops it on your desk within 10 minutes. It just hits different when you don't have to have an awkward five-second interaction with a human from DoorDash. I'll take a cappuccino from Sir Coffee in San Clemente, California, please. And please do us a favor and tap the five stars at the bottom of the podcast page on Apple Podcasts and leave a review if you feel so inclined. Text someone you care about today and we'll see you next time on Not Your Parents PR.